When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig, inspiring kid confidence. Hi, everybody. Welcome into Mel Tucker's Inside Zone. It is the inaugural edition of the head coach of the Colorado Buffalo, Mel Tucker's new podcast. I'm voice of the bus, Mark Johnson. It's your chance to kind of get inside the Colorado football program, talk about things in the world of sports from the head coach's perspective and college football. And, Mel, what am I missing? What else do you want to get to in this deal? Well, we want to see where this goes. I wanted to start with Rick because when I grow up, I want to be just like him. Okay. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah. All right. And what Rick is he talking about? Rick George, yeah, the athletic I don't, I'm director not sure. here at the University of Colorado. You came to me a few months ago and said, hey, I've got this idea. What, what was the genesis of this? Well, um, there's a lot of things about the university that I don't know. There's a lot of, um, a lot of people that I've just met since December 5th mm-hmm. that I want to get to, to know more about. And I figured if I want to know more about it, um, then the, our fans and our supporters would like to know more about them as well. I'd have to think that during the football season, probably football heavy would be the conversation. And then non-football season, uh, boy, your mind gets to just run wild. That's right. It would, it would be kind of up to <laughs> me scary. what we want to talk about. It is a little bit scary. <laughs> it is. But Rick uh, Rick is uh, one of my favorite people in the world, obviously. Yeah. And, uh, and I'm not just saying that. He really is. I really have a lot of respect for Rick. And uh, one of the things I want to talk about um, is that I've really uh, one thing that I've noticed about Rick uh, mm-hmm. since I've been here is that he is a he is like the ultimate family guy. Right. You know, you talk about um, being a, a family man. Yeah. Well, Rick is the epitome of that. Just check out his Twitter feed. Just check out his Twitter <laughs> feed. I saw him dressed up the other day, and I don't know if it was a what was it? It was a lot. I looked like Clarabelle. <laughs> you did. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so and so tell us so tell us a little bit, Rick, about. 
your wife Nancy and 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 the girls and the, and the grandkids. Well, I, I, yeah, I think the first thing is I grew up in a big family of eight, and um, you know, eight kids, and so you know, being around family, it was really important to my folks and my dad and my mom. Uh, you know, had us every Sunday. We were together, and I structure a lot of my meetings around that principle that let's all get to the table, start of the week, talk about, you know, what's ahead and what we did the past week. And so we do that. But, you know, I've got a great wife that we've been together, I think, 37 years now. I'm probably wrong. It might be 36. But I've been with her for 37 years. She was a, a cheerleader, and I was a football player at Illinois, and we met, and we uh, dated for about five months, got engaged, and was married nine months later. So I told her, it's like, you know, when you find that thing that you really want, you better yeah. buy it before somebody else gets it. So <laughs> that is that's what American I did. Story, it? Right. It's I an all-American story, yeah. right. I and I had it. two uh, beautiful, wonderful daughters, um, sometimes wonderful, um, <laughs> Jenny and Christy. Um, and uh, fortunately, both of them work around me. And uh, Jenny's a nurse practitioner, and Christy works in the Buff Club. And uh, I've got the two best granddaughters ever, Maddie and Harper, and uh, Harper's six. Um, she was the first love of my life. I told my <laughs> wife and my daughters that are now three, four, and five, and those two are one and two, and they're dead heat for one. Um, but, you know, Harper's just going into first grade, and I'm excited about that for her. And Maddie's uh, three years old and crazy and probably has a personality like mine. You know what they say, gr grandparents always say that I've got the best grandkids in the world, and all of them are right. You know? <laughs> that's right. There's that's right. That, yeah. There's some truth to that. Yeah, without question. But I, I think that's one thing that, as I was out looking for the right head coach, I think we share that value of family. I know right. Joseph and Christian are always around him. JoJo's at his side, you know, in recruiting and you know, when we go out speaking and fundraising, you know, we do it together as a team. And you know, I've always said Nancy's my best asset, and I'm sure uh, Mel would probably say the same thing, but he's got parents that really support what he does. And, you know, Mel's story about, you know, his dad and getting into football and all those kind of things I think is a, is a really cool story. And so we share that. So that, that would answer the question I was just thinking about for both of you guys. Can you have – take that, that family mindset, that family – uh, the, the principles that, that underlie that and use that successfully in, in, in running an athletic department or running a football program? I believe that it's critically important to have a family atmosphere, um, and especially in intercollegiate athletics. This is not the National Football League. Right. And um, the parents uh, send their, their young men to us, and now we're responsible for them, and we, we're a part of their extended family. So – I, I, I absolutely agree that um, it should definitely be a family atmosphere. Yeah, and, and I'm the same way. I You know, look, the, these uh, moms and dads entrust their sons and daughters to us, and I think we have an obligation uh, when they're here on our campus that we treat them as such and we treat them as family. And, and I think, you know, that's an atmosphere that kind of perpetuates itself. You know, if you treat people the right way, you show them the right values and the right principles, I think, you know, uh, people embrace that. And, and we've got great student athletes in all sports. And, you know, Mel's got the biggest time, uh, team that he oversees. And, and there's a lot of responsibility to that. But we take it seriously. It's fun for us. And, yeah. um, you know, it's like your kids. you got to scold them every once in a while, right? <laughs> That's right. And you got to love them every once in a while. And there's That's that right. balance, right? That's right. That's right. i tell you what, probably the, um, the number one question I, I've gotten since I've been here right. is – um, people ask me why Coach Tucker did you did you want to come to see you? What was it about Colorado? 
And I tell them, I say, honestly, uh, Rick George was the number one reason. And they say, why? And I say, well, you know, we hit it off. We have a, a, we're like-minded, but Rick's a football guy. And uh, I don't know if a, if a lot of people know that Rick was the recruiting coordinator here at CU when they won the national championship. And so um, I think that's pretty unique for an athletic, athletics director. So I wanted yeah. to ask you, Rick, um, what was that like um, being here as the recruiting coordinator, knowing that you recruited uh, most of the team and winning a national championship? You know, I think our again we we have parallels here, and, and you know, Mel's the same mindset that you know you come on this campus, you look at you know what you have in front of you, and you look at the conference we're in, and you look at the academics, and you look at the community, and you take a lot of pride in that, and you sell that, and. You know, what we share is that we're going to go for the very best student athlete in the country. Mm. And we're not going to get them all. And there are going to be some disappointments, but we're going to fight and we're going to do everything that we can uh, to get the top players here because that's what makes you successful. And, um, you know, we, we had some a great run. Uh, it wasn't easy when we started, which is not going to easy, be easy when he's a little easier because he's got this facility. And, he's got a great know, boss on top of it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, did, I did too at the time. I had Bill McCartney. And that was, true, yes. that was pretty good. And I had Bill Morold as the AD. But, um, you know, we share that too because – he recruits every day. I fundraise every day, you yeah. know, and it, it's a little different. But I used to recruit every day, and, and you've got to recruit, and we've got a lot to sell here. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. Rick, i got a good question for you. I've heard rumors about this. You tell me if this is true when you were the recruiting coordinator back in the day. All right? Sell? <laughs> Wait hey. a second. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> we could edit, right? <laughs> yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> there were, there, it was a different time, but but cell phones were just coming into, into use back in the day. Is there any truth that I've heard that, that – you, you'd be on the sideline during a ball game talking to a recruit on the sideline. I think that they put a rule in place in the NCAA because I was on the because sideline you. With, yeah. a, with a box phone. Right. It, it wasn't a cell phone. It was a box phone. Yeah. Um, and, and, yes, I was on the phone on the sidelines calling recruits during the game. And I don't think there was a legislation against that then. But if they Back are, then, I, no. I think I've, you know, I'm, I'm long <laughs> enough away from that that I'll be okay and the NCAA won't come and get me. But, yeah, we did. We, we called on the road and did that. Did you know you were working with a groundbreaking uh, recruiter right there, Mel? I didn't know that. I learned something <laughs> new every day. That's why we're doing this. That's uh, that's exciting. One one other thing that um, that has impressed me about you, um, Rick, is that you know I follow you on Twitter and I see you at all of the sporting events uh, for this athletics department. All of them. All of them. Yeah. And when I see you interact, I've been with you at basketball games, and I've seen you interact with Don't students. Don't tell people about that. <laughs> <laughs> Getting after the officials, obviously. But <laughs> oh, not me. <laughs> I've seen you interact with uh, this, our student athletes, and it seems like you you know pretty much every student athlete's name that we have here. Is that true? I know a lot of them. I, I try to know them, and um, I, you know, I work out over in the Dow Ward weight room when where a lot of our student athletes work out. I try to be around our teams. I don't know them all, and you know, some I have to say, okay, what's your name again? What's your name again? Because we get new ones every year too. Right. And that always makes it difficult. Just yes. when you're, you know, you're the ones you love and they're leaving, and then you get some that come in, and you know, and so I try to make myself available. I try to be around them. You know, we have this thing called Rocking with Rick that I do once a month. Uh, where we have an open session with our student athletes, they can ask whatever they want, and you know it's important for me to get to know them, but it's important for them to get to know me and, and what we're doing. So, 
you know, that's, that's kind of the fun part of my job and going to the contest and I'm passionate about all of them. So it might be soccer. And yeah. I know those refs really don't like when you <laughs> yell something. So I have to be very careful there. But, but that's part of the, the family atmosphere you're talking about. That's why that's important to you. Yeah, it is. But, but it's also important that our student athletes support other student athletes. And, yeah. and, and through our SAC, we've got programs, boards, uh, buff supporting buffs. And, you know, our football players are, are great at this, coming out to a soccer match or going to a lacrosse match. And, and so is our basketball team and our women's basketball. And, you know, they all support each other. And I think, you know, that's important um, for us to create what Mel said is create that that atmosphere and that uh, culture and that community where we care about each other. I've got a question for you two guys, kind of from a fan perspective. As closely as I work with you two guys, there's obviously mutual respect. No doubt. So, so tell me about, and, and the fans about, uh, do you guys talk on a daily basis? Uh, are, 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 do you have the kind of relationship where you can disagree and, and do so vehemently like, like brothers will well, do at different me, times? let me tell you a story. <laughs> okay. See, this is what this podcast is about. Yeah, this has got a story right a here. Story. So Mel yeah. gets here, and, and he's talking about all these things, and I want to ask him questions. I want you to ask sure. questions for him about things that we've provided uh, or that we've had to add that he brought, like the catapult system and other things like that. Uh-huh. But we had a, a meeting early in his tenure here, and I said, okay, because I need this, I need this. Okay, I get it. I want you to win a championship. <laughs> Finally, I had to say, let's have a budget 101. <laughs> My first then, budget meeting. Yeah, sure. for, yeah, let's have a budget 101. Then there was this other thing that happened, and um, I was on the receiving end of, you know, his displeasure with something. Okay, all right. And But it's like that couple, you know, that you can have disagreements and vehement disagreements, but at the end of the day – we go get together, have a conversation. We hugged it out. We right? hugged it out. <laughs> I think I got a, I love you. <laughs> I think, and then left. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. it left. Are you concurring with that uh, assessment of the relationship? Yeah, I, I would I would agree 100%. Yeah. And uh, the one thing that, um, one of the things I love about Rick is that he doesn't sugarcoat anything. <laughs> and he tells you exactly how, uh, he, he tells you exactly how it is. Um, and he's, uh, but he's a, he's a great listener. And um, I'll tell all the fans and all of our supporters, there's there's been nothing that I've needed since I've been here that I haven't gotten. Yeah. And uh, Rick's made made a point to to make sure that we have everything we need to compete. But, but and, and I and I think that's important because here's where I here's where I believe we are as a program. Mm-hmm. We have an opportunity to do something special here. Amen. And and I believe Mel is no doubt no doubt in my mind the guy. People ask her, you know, what do you think? I'm said I wouldn't have hired him. He wouldn't have been my first choice by a landslide. And our future's in front of us. And so what's going to be important for us as we move forward and as we get to these new TV deals and as we get into some of the things you know, that are coming up in 23, 24 and that, our program has to be positioned, football program and basketball and, mm-hmm. and all of us, as the premier program, one of the premier programs in the country. We're not there yet. So some of the things that we talked about, you know, and I want Mel to talk about some of the things that we're doing that we weren't doing that he brought from Georgia because in Alabama and Ohio State and Michigan State and all the great great places he's been. Um, But, I mean, that's where we are today. And and we've got to position ourselves. So we're in 21-22 or 22-23. People are looking at us saying they're back, they're consistent, they're winning. And you better, you know, bring your hat to the fight because uh, it's going to be a long one. So, so Mel, you already talked about 
you know, meeting with Rick and he so you liked him, he sold you on being here. But it, it had to be more than that. You had to be able to look at this thing and say, this is a sleeping giant here. We got great leadership and we've got what we need, plus whatever, you know, you want to add to the, the equation that, that that's why I took this job and, and can see where this thing can go. Yeah, absolutely. One um you know, I was in Coach Alvarez's first recruiting class at Wisconsin in nineteen ninety and um he had just come from uh, Notre Dame where they won a national championship and he, it was his first head coaching job. And he recruited me and as I as a recruiter I looked at the, the program and he told me, he said, This is a sleeping giant and the athletic director uh, at Wisconsin was Pat Richter who was a, a former great player at Wisconsin when they won, won the Rose Bowl night and back in 1959. Mm-hmm. He was the athletics director, um, so he was a football guy. You know, Coach Alvarez was the defensive coordinator. He got his first head coaching coaching job, and we went one and ten, five and six, five and six Rose Bowl in our first four years there. Wow. And I saw the similarities uh, here at Colorado. And it certainly turned out quite well for that program, no doubt. Well, I think what we've learned here on the first Mel Tucker's Inside Zone is that Mel and Rick hug it out after meetings. <laughs> well, is that what we're, is not that all meetings. Sometimes we leave <laughs> with a, a red on our face and um, our veins may be popping out, but right. we'll come back together <laughs> a little bit after that. That's but, right. Yeah. Eventually, eventually we'll get it right. Well, this has been a period. Now, did you specifically choose him for episode number one? Yes, yeah. specifically. Yeah. From, right. from day one, I wanted to be Rick and – this was uh, Rick. I appreciate your time. I know you're busy. I know you've been out. Not as traveling. busy as you right now. <laughs> I'm out trying to raise money to pay for some of the things you want. Yes, sir. We're yes, going to let uh, Rick get back out and raise money. We're going to let Mel get back to his football uh, program. Hey, don't forget we've got the uh, kickoff luncheon coming up on August 23rd. Go to cubuffs.com/events. Get registered for that and the Rocky Mountain Showdown. Before we let you, you go, you're wrapping up your first uh, inside zone. Give us just a quick thought about a uh, week and a half of football and how you're feeling right now. I love this football team. These guys. Have worked extremely hard. They're always enthusiastic. They haven't hit the wall yet. Our practices practices have been physical. They're very competitive, and our coaches are doing a great job. And I'm looking forward to our scrimmage tomorrow morning. All right, love it. Check out Mel Tucker's Inside Zone every single week. I'm Voice of the Buffs, Mark Johnson. That is the head coach of the Buffaloes, Mel Tucker, and our very first inaugural guest. History will tell you, Rick George was the first guest on the podcast. We'll talk to you next week on Mel Tucker's Inside Zone.